Okay, here we are. Here we are. So, <laughs> so this is Brown Burndown. Brown Burndown. The Brown Burndown. The Brown Burndown. This is Brown Burndown. Burn Down. Burn Down. The Brown Burn Down. Okay, we'll work okay, on that. Well, this is embarrassing because this is our first episode of 2022 and it's July. (laughs) We do have one episode. It's in the works. It's from February. Sorry, that's my bad. And my bad. It's It's equal parts bad because we just got busy and we haven't released it. But that just means that there is more content to come. And this is actually like an emergency episode. Emergency episode. This is an emergency episode. (sighs) For all the wrong reasons. I think actually the February one will be nice because I think it was, I don't even know what it was about, but it was about something that was not depressing, I think, maybe. Yeah, what was it even about? Mm, (laughs) Something that, like, something that mattered so little that we still don't have to remember what it was, you know? (laughs) That's, like, truly the best. Oh, how nice. How nice. (laughs) How nice to have something so quaint to talk about. Yeah. Sadly, I feel like we'll be remembering this episode and this topic for the rest of our lives because, yeah, wow, like, truly, since the last time we've re- recorded an episode, like, we've lost a lot of our basic human rights. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so, yeah, this True. is our emergency row episode. Um, this happened about a week ago from the time that we're recording this. Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court in a historic and tragic moment. And we just have, we decided we have to do an emergency episode about it because we have a lot of thoughts and a lot of venting we want to do. Um, And we would love for you guys to hear what we have to say. Yeah, and this is like not necessarily a salvation specific um, topic, but it's a human rights topic so everyone should care about it um so yeah don't expect in this episode to hear a ton of our usual segments you know nick yonker up to their usual shenanigans um they had a baby which we need to talk about at some point but oh yeah maybe that's what the last episode was about (laughs) maybe (laughs) could be to say could be um but yeah what else are like frivolous things that we're not going to talk about Ooh, mindy got a haircut it's really it's cute. a cute haircut like and i would like to have it also you would look so good with it i i don't know about that Tars, but what i also want to say is that she her like style is just like so good i mean it's always been good but i feel like recently she's been posting it's a lot of like really good style recently. pics and she looks so good she looks, she's just, like, got a confidence. You yeah. Know, she's, like, she's working it, and she looks amazing. It's, like, the um, joke that she makes on her, or I don't know, maybe it's in one of her books, but how she has, like, the confidence of a white man. And oh, yeah. I just think that's so funny, but, like, I can see it. Like, I can see her I confidence. It. I can feel it. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Um, no, it's so good. What else other frivolous things? Have you watched Miss Marvel yet? on disney plus no i haven't is it good oh my gosh it's so good like what a major win for south asian representation it is like a it's a marvel show right and they're talking about shah khan 
they she's what? she goes to the mosque like her friend runs to be on the, like a board member at the mosque like it is so cool it is the coolest thing i've watched on tv like i love it that's some happy news what else rabs is about to be a third year resident yeah and tara's finally finished grad school dude that's like a way bigger Yay. deal that's a no, way anyone want to hire me <laughs> but like actually Tars. But actually, Tars, it would be the best someone. employee you'd ever have in your entire life. She has so many letters after her name, tons of graduate degrees. Slash, if anyone wants to buy us out and make this a full time gig, that would, that would also be wonderful. <laughs> wow, I would love that. Yeah, please let me do this full time. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I think that that's all the news that we have that's happy. Um, Bridgerton, did we talk about that in our last episode? I don't know. Maybe the last episode was was about Bridgerton. (laughs) I genuinely don't know what that episode was about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it could have been. I haven't seen it, so probably not. But it's a big win for representation. That's true. It is. Did you watch it? I watched, yeah, I watched three episodes, four episodes. It was, it was good. I liked it. Wow, we suck. We're do not doing our jobs very we're well. We're not. Yeah. yeah, we're not. This is true. <laughs> I need to watch that, and I need to watch Miss Marvel now. But um, I heard it was good. I don't really like Bridgerton, though. We definitely had an episode. We've about talked Bridgerton. about this, like about the yeah. whole. Our main takeaway from it, from people who haven't listened to our episode about it, is that it's like a race-free. Um, yeah. The, what's the word World? i'm looking for utopia utopia yeah exactly but like then it's not because then they do acknowledge that there was racial tension in their own history in this like fictitious world so it doesn't like make any sense to us why like they're like pretending race is not a thing when it clearly was a thing but then they don't talk about it or acknowledge it and they the way they like sexualize people the people's sexuality based on the color of their skin it like differs like and the people can be grouped into buckets based on the color of their skin that was true of the first season i don't think that's necessarily as true in the second season but that's still a whole like the whole mm. um like this reality of no we don't like see race it's like a race fee free mm. universe they just like kind of gloss over it and is yeah well, also, I heard, again, haven't seen it, but, like, this, the lead is uh, supposed to be Indian. Like, they were, like, pretty overt about that. Like, she came over from India mm-hmm. or something. But um, she's, like, a mix. Like, she's, like, they're pulling names and cultural references that are both South and North Indian interchangeably. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's it's just, a that's understanding. 100%. Of, yeah. yeah, they're, like, speaking Marathi, and then it's, like, Tamil, and then it's, like, North Indian. Like it, Oh, wow. It's, like, all over the place. Like, she calls her Didi or something. Yeah. Like Indian or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And... Yeah, there's, yeah, she calls her Didi, but then her mom is Ai, but then they also, like, are named Kate and Edwina, and it just doesn't make but apparently kate is short for something like really indian but i forget really i I, I, again i haven't seen this so i should probably look it up oh it's kathani 
Okay. They should have just kept that her name. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Katani Sharma. Weird. Katani and Edwina. Okay, whatever. Anyway, we can watch it and fully critique it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that happened. And that was big for representation. And it was cool that she was South Asian. Totally. Also, I started watching Sex Ed. And she's in, <gasps> she's Sex in Ed, the... She's so oh my gosh, it. wait. How far are you? Can we discuss? It's... I'm like very early okay. i've like watched like three episodes but i love it it's it is so, so good. good okay i think in my opinion season two is the best so tell me when you get to season two and then let's okay, like okay. debrief every single episode honestly i could have we could do a podcast about it it's so good yeah who else what else is happening other fun stuff Ugh. this is sad that we have to like really dig for these things i know we're in a weird place right now i think like I will be better at content. Rob is going to be even busier, but I will be free as a bird. Well, I think it's just because it's because the world sucks right now. And truly, there's like very little that's bringing us joy. It's you have to like dig back to like months ago. So all that to say is we should talk about Ro. Yeah, we should talk about it. We were just talking about it for a while before we started recording which is why i think we lost our steam <laughs> because we were just like before we were like, like amped up and like so ready to talk about all of this and now we're just like depressed <laughs> yeah oh man okay um, well Ravs, do you want to like okay yeah i think that the highlight we already talked about was and we have no show notes for this week so this yeah is this is truly improbable <laughs> so the headline is that it was repealed, which is not surprising because the opinion was leaked several months ago. Yeah, we'd seen this coming for a while. And so theoretically, um, nonprofit organizations and the government had time to plan for what a post-Roe world looks like, especially in states that are conservative. So we're likely to repeal um any access to abortion immediately and lucky for us we have an on-the-ground contributor who lives in one of such states um so perhaps you want to talk a little I bit about i wish it were not like. me i wish <laughs> <laughs> truly so actually i'm in the unique position of like kind of living in two separate states one that has um progressive abortion laws and one that has extremely regressive limiting abortion bans um yeah i'm in this unique position of like of being on the border of two different states which probably gives away where i live but um (laughs) on one side yes progressive laws that are now up for debate and it will be on the ballot in the coming month to make sure that they stay that way. And on the other side is one of the first abortion bans to go into effect after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Um, There are no allowances for victims of rape or incest. Um, There are some exceptions in the case where the life of the woman is uh, at risk, but I know that there are other additional states in the United States that have no uh, like exceptions for the case in which the life of the woman is at risk i think those states are like idaho south dakota and arkansas what yeah so so you just die if you yeah wait that's insane i didn't i don't think i fully knew that yeah um that's that's insane yeah and i think the reality of what happens is that um patients 
who are sick and come to the hospital who fall into these categories um, will be appointed like a legal counsel that help advise the uh, healthcare providers how to proceed. But what it could actually like mean in reality, like that all sounds fine, is like huge time delays and patients actually getting the care that they need. Um, and it could mean like stable situations becoming rapidly unstable before medical intervention is deployed. And so I think that it's just like this is a whole new world and this this decision is going to have long-term sequela that are going to reverberate for like decades and decades. It's going to shift not only like many things like patient care obviously, maternal mortality obviously. Like you said, the a whole new generation of children potentially being born to people who are not able to take care of them. Um, it is going to affect healthcare, like the healthcare providers. Why would you? Why would you spend years getting the education to provide a service and a skill to a person in need if you cannot even practice? And you're constantly worried about the verbiage that you use in your charting when you do take care of those patients and whether you are appropriately like assessing somebody's imminent risk of death and then whether your basic like the basic truly basic fundamentals of your job are going to be weaponized against you and potentially have your license removed or have yourself be arrested for for doing literally the basic fundamentals of your job why would you live ever in a state that is not going to protect you or allow you to practice so like that you're going to see a huge shift in like just quality of care that you can get in these states. Nobody's going to want to practice anymore either. So these are the things I'm thinking about right now. And obviously there's like so many other like factors. Like the, obviously this is going to affect poor people, people from lower socioeconomic classes way more than any wealthy person who can just travel to another state that has a completely different abortion law. Um, that, that All that goes without saying. But it's just that this is like truly it's hard to like fathom how massive the consequences of this are going to be yeah not to mention the like larger i don't know high level human rights issue of like taking away someone's autonomy over yeah. their own body exactly which is um like mentally very difficult to wrap your head around that um yeah that the government has decided that uh that your life is not it's not your decision to make anymore yeah Um, that your body is like I don't know I feel like the first feeling I felt when I read this decision was like okay so my body is like just a vessel it's just a vessel for yeah for me to walk around in and does not belong to me. Like, this is, it's such a, it's a depressing feeling. It's very dehumanizing. And, um, and the reality is, like, it's, it's, it's another law that disproportionately impacts uh, people from lower socioeconomic status, people who are from racial minorities, and people who don't have privilege of any form. To be able to circumvent, which is how most laws in this country work. Like, generally speaking, 
things that are restrictive are restrictive for only a certain person who operates within society um and yeah if if rabs or i needed to get an abortion we would be able to because of access to privilege and to mobility yeah um and that's just not the case and what was i thought also annoying was all these companies coming out and being like we support our employees Mm -hmm. we will pay for you to fly and get an abortion which is just like like so bare minimum like that you're turning this into a marketing opportunity like a recruiting opportunity for like yeah like if you are like a product manager based in austin we will fly you to get your abortion one that means first of all incredibly invasive you have to tell your employer yeah. about your like personal <laughs> health care like that's insane and ridiculous and if you're working for like a tech company they're definitely going to use that data somehow and two like there's um it's just your product manager doesn't need you to do that to be able to like you know like solve their issue and and maybe maybe it's partially beneficial for people who are working like less i don't know privilegey jobs but it's just so bare minimum and let's not pretend that that's actually doing anything that's such a like band-aid like tech bros save the world kind of attitude and it doesn't it's annoying it is annoying it doesn't address the problem also and it doesn't address the fact that a lot of people don't have that access or that yes privilege to have your company pay for it like are they going to volunteer to pay for the people who cannot afford to travel to other states like that would actually be beneficial yeah like google's austin office is now going to like provide abortion transportation to like wherever i don't know what the nearest mexico I guess. yeah I was say, like, wow <laughs> truly where do you go from from texas to get an abortion probably kansas mexico? anyways oh yeah true um this so is... it's all sad and i think it also is like it makes elections feel well like we were talking about earlier how like and everyone on twitter and everywhere is talking about how much you know and you can listen to our past podcasts we like went to the brown biden fundraiser like we are like very we like wanted him here yeah (laughs) yeah we like worked for him to be here in more than one way and um it was incredibly frustrating to get texts from joe and kamala being like kamala here like this is bad rush five dollars okay to do like what, to exactly? do what what's the plan friends like we've had a lot of time to know this was coming honestly we've known this was coming since like since trump uh, put amy coney barrett in yeah, the freaking supreme court dead. yes exactly mm-hmm. that's when we knew and so like if they're really and you control the house the senate and the house of representatives like you have the most power you will ever have at this point like don't act like you're helpless like this is the moment for you to do something because you know you're not going to have this power come november like anyone who was on the fence about you is definitely not going to vote for you because you haven't done anything like ah like i understand there's a global pandemic i understand that there's a war in ukraine i understand there's a lot going on but you cannot convince me a student of public policy (laughs) that the Biden administration has done everything they could to improve this country. They just haven't. They've been, like, very bogged down by stupid stuff. Um, 
and and I think yeah, they've just, been bogged down. Do you agree with me that they've been bogged down by, like, remaining moderate? Like, I think that they're so yeah. worried about losing people in the center that they will give up a lot of their campaign promises and a lot of, like, really, really incredible opportunities for action to just do nothing and, like, placate this, like, middle ground that they think is very, very fragile right now and that they will eventually lose. And it's just... But I think that that's so... And you're totally right, but that's also so dumb because they haven't placated this No, like, by doing what? There are what? a lot of adults in my life, I guess we're adults, but, like, people our parents' age who are, like, that moderate, like, Mom, Romney Republican slash, like, Biden Democrat who... The thing that they care about is like Roe. Like that's yeah. this is the kind of stuff that matters to them. It's not like progressive agenda, like universal basic income stuff. They don't really care about that. They care about their own rights and like how it impacts them. And so things that keep them solidly moderate are things like a woman's right to choose. And like you don't even preserve that. You don't even understand your base enough to know that this is the kind of stuff that matters. Yeah. And so I totally agree with you. I think that they've like been so focused on being moderate that they're being nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what to do with that. And I just think like we were like talking about how that means that like state elections matter so much. Mm-hmm. And like it's and it's risky because there are a lot of states that are purple and like that those states will teeter totter between um, like Republicans and Democrats and that is too much power for like like uh, I just have been thinking so much about the way like how much politicians are like a farce in general Mm -hmm. which is again maybe like not a great take to come out of like a public policy degree but (laughs) just like it's so much like polish and exterior presentation and how do you convince someone that you are incredibly likable and have their best interests at heart without any depth necessary or follow through necessary or conviction necessary and like it's become more interesting with social media because you can pull back for younger politicians and younger public figures generally and see what people actually think because like when they tweeted in 2010 they weren't doing it with like a polished veneer and so you're like oh actually you're kind of racist or like oh like you don't believe this at all um but like the i think about it a lot with obama because that was the last time that the democrats had this like like crazy charismatic like surprising victor who everyone was obsessed with you go to an obama speech and you're like oh my god this Mm -hmm. man is it everything he says is like the metaphors the the oration like it's just so good and you're like yeah i believe in him like hope change one if any politician uses hope in like a 2024 (laughs) election like insane like what are you smoking yeah Yeah, hope is like (laughs) maybe in 50 years like not yeah gonna happen the hope is the hope is gone there is no hope but um the like so right now um after obama became president there was like a lot of conversation on the south side of chicago about how a lot of like growth and change was going to happen for the south side because obama was from the south side he's really invested in the south side he was a community organizer in the south side that's how he sort of like rose up um and after his presidency he didn't come back 
like he, they live in DC, which like I don't know, DC's nice, good for them, but um, there's no, there was no reinvestment in the South Side in any meaningful way. There was no like reemergence of the Obama people in in Chicago at all, and now there's like a pretty big fight between um, like local residents on the South Side and the Obamas because they're building the presidential library. Um, in what was like a very prominent and like um like neighborhood staple park that also there were like environmental concerns with how they're building it and it just like it's become like pretty clear that a lot of the talk around this man from the south side who's like bringing up the south side and committed to like whatever was like veneer and not necessarily actual conviction and so not to say that like everything Ob- I, like i'm obama's great he's wonderful i not to be anti-Obama necessarily, but just thinking about how we have this, like, vision of this, like, perfect politician who is, like, able to solve all our problems and care and, like, really get it and be, like, so genuine and honest, but, like, those kind of people don't go into politics. Like, if you are, like, that, like, good-hearted, you're not not a politician. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, like... There's some, like, Machiavellian, like, ego involved in being a politician. There just has to be. That's how it works. And I don't know. I don't even think... I just, like, rambled for, like, ten minutes. I don't even have a point. I think no. the point is more just, like... There's, there's like... The people who are making these decisions are just doing it for not reasons that feel aligned with, like, what you or I care about. Yeah. And... I don't know. I think, like, it takes a Biden who's, like, not a very good politician to recognize that that facade is, like, totally dropped. And I don't have any belief in anyone going forward to be able to fix this stupid mess that these Republicans have left us in. Right. Exactly. It all, and in that same vein, like, not just politicians, but, like, the Supreme Court, and I think we've talked about this many times at length, how, like, five people or six people, which also, like, Robert's Robert's opinion was, like, trash, I think. That's my take on it. Like, why write a separate opinion? You know, yeah. it's what? just, like, why write a separate <laughs> I opinion? I tried, but I agree with them anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It, yeah, like, cool. Waste of time. Waste of my time. Like, don't make me read this. Um, why six people can decide the fate of s- millions of millions of people is just like wild to me. Six people with truly like no qualifications to do so, truly it's like none. Based on who died when is why. Yeah, that's how you how it's that way. It's not based on the makeup of the country at all. Like that's yeah. insane. Like. Honestly, like, it would be better if we were run by Twitter polls. Like, this is, like, not representative. This is not representation. It's not representation. This is not democracy. This is, like, an oligarchy. It's an oligarchy. And there's no... It doesn't feel like it's a meritocracy either. Like, I don't... Did you read the verdict? It's, like, honestly, we were writing like that in middle school. (laughs) I didn't. Don't read it. Don't waste your time. Like, I read multiple sentences that ended with prepositions. And, like, who are these clowns? Who let them write this? And these are supposed to be the smartest minds in this entire country? Like, no. I know. It was, like, such a hot pile of trash. I could not believe my eyes. It was so bad. So bad. I think it's also funny how, like, um, 
oh what's his name the senator from west virginia who we don't like mansion yes how he was like um he was like, <laughs> he was like they lied to me He's like, they swore under oath that they would protect her and they lied i am shook and you were like oh my god <laughs> same with susan collins she said the same thing she's like i've been deceived like how yeah, dare they they no told me that they <laughs> i'm like oh Uh, that's the only thing you can say right because you obviously did know that this was going to happen but you have to to maintain the democratic vote or like the modern vote to be like i am surprised yeah yeah okay sure sure jan yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh it's yeah it's truly like clownery. It's just like a bunch of clowns in a clown parade, toying with worse. people's lives. Every single decision that they're putting out sucks a lot, and I don't know if I wasn't paying attention before or if they just suck more recently. But the Oklahoma Native American ruling—did you see that? Yeah. Oh my god, I did. Like what? That's super messed up. Yeah, it's like like everything that we like if there's a good take they're taking the wrong take right like like let's support the autonomy of the people that we literally killed off to build this like land on stolen ground like we're doing more to recognize the native people of this country way 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 too late but like let's roll that back because like no we actually don't care about anyone except like i don't even know no one um and then the EPA regulation today, that was where like today, the US it? can't regulate yeah. emissions. Uh, yeah, so we're all gonna die from climate cool. sooner rather than later. Then the gun law, the second the amendment. guns. That was the, the day guns before. In New York. The day before, bro. Yeah, and dude, this is also what's been happening. All these huge mass shootings are like increasing, and we're barely have time to talk about that before it's like it's just like i once had an aunt who for sure doesn't listen to this podcast so i can say it um who was like i will never i would never ever ever raise my children in america and this was like 2016 maybe 2017 um so like trump was president but also like they weren't doing so hot they had Theresa may and they just brexited um so I was kind of like what do you mean like you're in the same position and she was like no like look at the guns in your country I would never raise a child she's right she right she right 100% can you imagine yeah (laughs) like I can't imagine having a child and having to send them to school in this country like that is that's so scary I I cannot I cannot imagine bringing a child into the world in this country honestly right now just like period like, that's a good point yeah inheriting like you're bringing a kid into the world with no human rights who here's the thing you might have to because they're taking away <laughs> yeah all our contraception and abortion true so. yeah so you're forced to okay cool <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah it's um and it also makes it hard to feel like there's been a lot of prog- progress because like socially in this country there has been a lot of progress in terms of like I mean, from a women's rights perspective, like yeah. what women are capable of and what they've been able to succeed. Obviously, it's not perfect, but um, there has been like incredible progress. And I mean, I, mean, I think I think the U.S. like serves as the standard of progress, and it has for the last like 
couple decades and until recently like people immigrate here from other very like well-developed countries that have their own like measures in place for progress because they view the u.s as a very progressive society i don't think you can say that in the, over the last like five years anymore but historically i think that that was what the u.s was known for and that's a huge huge disappointment that that is no longer the case this is not a progressive place at all for a lot of things that were considered progressive are being rolled back and like Um, i think this is also where we could talk about how like this is not like popular opinion versus like politicians deciding things for us and supreme court justices deciding things for us like this abortion if you poll the united states the population of the u.s on abortion rights it's like 67 percent of the population believes in the right to choose right and it's even more than that when you like factor into like other like exceptions and stuff like that um for why abortion should be legal so that's just it doesn't make any sense like none of this makes any sense and the sad part i think that's like the sinking feeling that i get in my stomach every time we talk about this is that like I don't think anything's going to change for the better anytime soon, sadly. And I, mean, I think it's going to take a whole like generation to like die out before anything does. Thank you, Democrats. We voted, and um, I don't know. It just feels... Okay, that's not true. That's such a dejected way of looking at it. There are like absolutely funds you can donate to. You should go support Planned Parenthood. Yeah. There's a bunch of like different organizations that you can give money to so they can... like one like fight legal cases and two offer abortions where they are legal and like make sure contraception is something that we still have access to um and we can so post those links read... for in our yeah, episode description will. yeah 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 did you read um Clarence Thomas's like thing about like gay marriage yeah. next yeah and also contraception yeah <laughs> Like, truly, what a low life. What a low life wow. garbage human he has the audacity to say that, like, he's going to use this, like, power that he does absolutely does not deserve at all to strip us away of even more basic human rights. Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. And it's just, like, it's just, like, a really scary position to live in. And. I mean, to your point of, like, what else can we do, like, aside from feeling, like, so dejected, I do think that local elections matter, like, way more now than they ever did, like, truly, than they ever, ever, ever did, especially in, like, battleground areas, like, one of the states where, actually, the state that I vote in, where, like, a lot of these issues will come down to local elections, and the fate and lives of so many people is it's just going to matter so much more now than ever because it's just a local election that's going to determine it and so i think that that which is like is just like so scary also it's terrifying because local elections especially in purple states are in like i don't know like i recently lived in massachusetts massachusetts has a republican governor yeah that's like wild to me also i know it's so random uh but no it's not because there's like a lot of conservative white parts of the state and like the state that i live in now is also like very aside from the major city here like very conservative yeah um 
And, like, there are, like, there's a lot of harm that can happen at, I don't know, these are also both very liberal places, so, like, it's, like, speaking from a position of, like, not necessarily having that much concern, but I also worked in local government, and, like, there is a lot of decision-making that happens at a local level, and this Supreme Court is determined to make, like, more and more and more and more decision-making at a state and local level, which means, like, you gotta vote every year, like, not just federal election years, like, every year, and, like, know what's on the ballot, because there is a lot of stuff. They do not make it easy. Like, there's there's so much information and it's really hard to be able to tell like what is valid and what's not but there are different initiatives that for i know the ones for california but i'm sure there are ones for every state i'll try and look up resources and link to them that are um what can help you understand what's on the ballot and what like things actually matter and like some states have propositions where you like they're worded very confusingly and don't make any sense and you need to consult outside outside resources to be able to like really understand who is, like, manipulating you and for what. And, like, in California, there's a lot of big tech being, like, framing things, so it seemed like a really good idea, and then you read more, and you're like, wait a minute, you're just trying to get rid of homeless people. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, all that to say is local elections matter a ton, but are so volatile because... Which they should be. Yeah. Because, like, the local population should be shifting, and demographics are changing more rapidly, and, right. like opinions are like like that should be something that can change without like your access to healthcare being revoked yeah. should like the tide change a little bit and that's so scary and sad and it should be codified into law in every state ah. it should have already been codified into law and that's like i think the like hardest part to stomach what are we waiting for it's like what are yeah what are we waiting for and like what are we waiting for? And why is nobody doing anything about it? It just... Also, like, to be totally fair, I have been very, like, straining the information that I'm consuming yeah, around that's this true. right now. Because it's and so, like, really difficult. And, like, you're on the front lines and seeing the day-to-day of, like, how this is, like, impacting... Like I will tell you this. I, I feel like I work with a lot of um, doctors who are probably Republican voters, and I have not yet talked to a single physician. And this is like a sample size of 30 who was happy that this is the decision the Supreme Court made last wow. Friday. Like, truly, not a single person. And I think. I wonder how much that impacts their, like, voting patterns or if they're just like this is just the supreme court and they don't count and then yeah exactly republican party i hope that it will like maybe this is maybe this is what would change people's minds to vote more progressively because i think like the position that we're in in the hospital and i'm just thinking of like people who maybe have not voted progressively in the past like you have like concrete memories of taking care of patients who are not going to be offered the services that you have been able to offer them in the past. You know, that's like traumatizing. It's traumatizing. And like, I don't know how anybody could live with themselves knowing that like they wanted that to happen. I just cannot see that. It's yeah, it's really hard. I just, I, 
oh, I don't have words for it. And it's, like, difficult to talk about, like, the specific situations where, like, it's, like, just gut-wrenchingly painful. Yeah. It's gut-wrenchingly painful to have watched some of these procedures, like, be off. Okay, how, how do I say this? Like, when you have, like, patients come in and they've had, like, a miscarriage and, like, they need to have a DNC, which is an abortion, to get the products of conception out of their uterus. Like, that is the same procedure time and time again that they will perform. It's called an abortion to treat the woman who's at risk right and it's like these women are not happy to show up to get these procedures done like they've gone through an incredibly traumatic experience they don't want to be there and they have to be there to take care of their health like this is not like a i just it just makes me so mad because it's like (sighs) i can't talk about this coherently without getting really upset i mean (sighs) But that's a, the, the thing is, like, yeah. it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter why you're getting seeking out the service. The service should just be available yeah. because it is a safe procedure that is safer than pregnancy <laughs> and can be performed early when you are healthy and stable and will recover back to 100% normalcy. It's exhausting. Well, yeah. It's really sad. It is exhausting. So, Yeah. I mean, we'll link to resources we can find in the show notes. We, yeah, I guess vote, but that's always been a thing that you should do. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm, you don't need to Venmo me $15 to go vote. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that sending hugs to all our listeners and sending hugs and truly we're here to talk to anybody who wants to talk to us about this um if you have hope email it to us the brown burned down at gmail.com yeah if there's like a less dejected view on all of this i'd love to hear it um i haven't seen or heard it yet but if you have it please let us know if there's like an active like thing that we could be doing Please let us know because I'm definitely yeah, looking that'd for be like, awesome. things to do that aren't Venmo, $10 to the DNC or whatever. <laughs> Not that you shouldn't support politicians. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, support the DNC. Yeah, you should support them. That's like not. I'd be, I'd be very thoughtful <laughs> in where you give your money and how you give your money. Yeah, yeah. I think like they do need right? money because it is going to be hard. Um, I wish we had a better note to end this podcast on. What are you doing for 4th of July? Not celebrating it. <laughs> That's actually a broader question that I have. Like, do we celebrate the 4th of July this year? Are we happy? Should we still be a part of the UK? Would that be better? <laughs> Is our take that we should be run Honestly, by the Queen? <laughs> yeah. Um... Do you want to talk about the queen to end this podcast? Oh, yeah. What's up with her? Is she okay? She's like, she had her jubilee. But she like wasn't she there because her... she was like really sick. Oh, really? I missed that. I think so. I think she's like not doing well. She's like very old. And there was like a She's lot very of old. I don't know if we talked about this, but how like Camilla is going to be queen when she dies. Is she really? Yeah. Was that the law that she passed? She she passed something where it was like, Charles will be king and Camilla will be queen. Because like that mattered to him. And like everyone was kind of pissed off about it. Because they were like, Camilla 
is enemy number one. We cannot let her be our queen. Um, and like maybe Harry was mad about it, but then he was like, no, I'm not mad about it. She makes my dad happy. And it was like a whole thing. Um, wow, I missed that. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I think. Call me out if it's a lie I told, but I think that that's what happened. Um, but yeah, she had her yeah. diamond, gold, centennial, silver, platinum jubilee or whatever it's called. Um, which means she's been wow. in office for like a thousand years, right? Yeah, maybe two thousand. <laughs> um, she's basically Jesus. But you know what? Maybe that's our hot take: is that <laughs> we should have never fought the Revolutionary <laughs> War. <laughs> Taxation and remained a colony of England. That's what yeah. we have right now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> 300 years later, nothing's changed. Um, yeah. Uh, happy year notes. I don't know what I'm going to do for the 4th of July. What are you going to do? I'm going to D.C. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's like way more exciting than what I'll probably be doing. So you got to send me pictures. Other things that I'm doing. Um, oh, I saw six recently. Speaking of British monarchs. Really? Yeah. You should is see it, good? it. It's so good. I saw it in New York. I, this is my second time seeing it. But I saw it in um, New York the first time. And it is just so much fun. But also the underlying theme is, like, abuse by men in power who, like, make control, cool. make decisions about your body without your choice in the matter. Um, and it feels very, very timely. So it's appropriate. Okay, fun, cool. Fun watch if anyone's able to win the lottery for that. Strongly recommend. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Well, I think that's our episode. I think that's our episode. I hope Priyanka and Nick get up to something fun soon so we can talk about that. Um, but I'm going to watch Miss Marvel and we're going to do an episode on that. I know yeah, let me know what you think. We'll do. We'll do. Um, Okay, dear listeners, send us your thoughts. We're missing them. We're back, and we will give you that other episode that's about something <laughs> at some point. Yeah, topic. <laughs> send us if you know what the topic is. Maybe we, like, referenced it in our last episode. Um, but as always, send us your thoughts, questions, concerns, any lies that we told. And also, we're just sending lots of love to you guys. So much love.